You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Mr. Green, and you are listening to the Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling Podcast, and this one is going up, well, largely because I was sent some uh, media material by AEW, which is prepping for the big match that they have coming up, Shaquille O'Neal, Jay Cargill, and their opponents, which was originally scheduled to be Brandy Rose, but now it's Red Velvet and Cody in a mixed tag match. Now, generally speaking, of course, this being the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, I do not go into a lot of that stuff. However, you know, on the podcast end, I'm a little bit more uh, free about that. I, I don't uh, restrict it quite as much. And it's a mixed tag. So, you know, it is it does bear covering just just based on that alone. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's going on and what happens here tonight. Uh, first off, I want to say, if you continue to listen, depending on where you're hearing this from, you're going to get some sound bites from uh, Cody and Shaq and uh, the, the buildup of what has gone on here. If you're looking at this on YouTube, of course, then you'll see the the attaching or the accompanying videos to the sound bites. So, again, that's is all going to be relevant to where you are either listening to or viewing this. So, you know, just so you know, uh, there there are clips of video that can be found if you go to the YouTube version of this. If not, if you just got the uh, MP3 and you downloaded on wherever you find your uh, better podcast downloads, then, you know, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I don't think anything that's going on here, it, it, you would be like, huh, what's going on? I don't understand. It's, it's all pretty self-explanatory. If you followed it up to this point, you know what's happening. It is basically there just to kind of help sell the idea of the match and where these two guys are uh, mentally. My personal take on this is as it has been this is AEW's, I don't want to say it's their version of what Vince McMahon did years ago, but it, I mean, it kind of is, but not really. <laughs> it, if that makes sense, and, and I guess I should rewind to what I'm talking about. You know, part of the reason that Vince McMahon was able to get the WWE on the map, or WWF at the time, and, you know, it's such buzz around is because he started to try to integrate it with mainstream America. He was not content with it just being something for the wrestling fans. So, you know, with with Hogan, Lightning in a Bottle happened to be in Rocky Three. Also with Mr. T, who happened to be in Rocky Three, who had then become the, like, 
the biggest television star of the day being willing to come in and do WrestleMania. Then you had the other people, the Cindy Lauper, so on and so forth, Liberace, the Rockets. You know, he he had a a lot of uh, integrating factors that helped put the eyes of the world on the World Wrestling Federation. AEW hasn't really gotten that opportunity yet. I mean, they had the, the the window of opportunity was there, I guess, what, a year ago? Was it a year? A little less than a year ago when Mike Tyson showed up. Uh, of course, now we're dealing with Shaq. Now, the only difference here is that neither one of these guys are in their prime. They are still stars. Let's not minimize that. But neither one of them are in their prime like they were. Shaq was, at one point, that guy was a megastar. He absolutely was a megastar. I mean, I, I want to say one of the first times I ever even seen Shaq do something outside of a basketball environment was uh, the movie Blue Chips. Well, essentially, he played himself and everything but the name. The, the movie was was carried by Nick Nolte, but Shaq was there as one of the athletes that school was kind of uh, campaigning for so they could get to the championship. I mean, it's deeper than that, and I should, I'm not going to go into a movie review. Uh, needless to say, if you are interested in basketball or you're interested in, in kind of the the ongoings of, of what became school scandals of, of getting athletes who uh, were being paid under the table, because those schools make a lot of money, um, then Blue Chips is a movie that you should watch. Now, that's neither here nor there. Getting back to the, the wrestling portion of it, this is this is kind of AEW's chance to get mainstream attention onto that promotion, and I'm sure that's largely the uh, the objective here. Otherwise, I would have said they should have dropped this angle altogether, and I, I, I'm sure that no one in AEW would agree, agree with me with saying that, but. With Brandy being out of it, it just seemed like, okay, what, what's the point in going in here? Let, let's just reset and find something for Cargill to do. And I'm sure they could have come up with something um, to kind of get her into the, the flow of things and and uh, illustrate her prowess, her athleticism, her wrestling ability, so on and so forth. I mean, it, this is kind of a, 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 at least to me, it's kind of an odd situation because you, you have these debuting factors. Jade Cargill, who has not been seen wrestling. She's been seen doing things that are athletic. She's been seen working out in a wrestling ring as they shot the vignettes for her. Shaq, Shaq hasn't even shown anything being in the ring. He's been shown ringside. I saw him at WCW years ago present a belt to Hulk Hogan. I saw him go face-to-face with the Big Show. I saw him Go face favorite the big show again in a battle royal. I mean, you know, there, there's been all these things that that he's done within the wrestling business, but he has not wrestled a match. Cody, on the other hand, has you know built his resurgence around his matches and what he is able to do inside of a ring. You know, it, once he left WWE and he got on the independence and going to Japan and all that other stuff like the Ring of Honor. I mean, he's been all over. Practically every promotion outside of WWE since he left WWE. Um, 
but he has made a reputation for himself by being a wrestler, despite the fact that some may claim that he's been involved with some silliness, you know, not necessarily in AEW, but he, he's had interactions with it. Uh, so, you know, he, he's something that people know about. And then he's got his outside ventures. He's on a game show. And is it, I don't know, does it really qualify as a game show? The Go Big show, whatever that, that thing is. Uh, and then there was Brandy. Brandy, Brandy wasn't a bad wrestler, but I don't know if people put her in the category of being exceptional or I'm I'm trying to I don't know that it sounds insulting but I, I don't know if they put in the category of being like good and you know and I would I would go a little deeper than that because I know some people give her a hard time I, I do think that she's actually good in the ring but I don't think that she's good enough to carry somebody who doesn't know what they're doing if if that makes sense. Like, there are some people that's out there that, that, you know, whether they're famous or not, that were really good in the ring and getting a match out of somebody, bringing out their best when when people who have gone on to be uh, big stars really didn't know what they were doing at the time and they needed somebody to kind of walk them through. Uh, their old phrase back in the day was they can get in there and wrestle with a broom. I mean, you, you have people that are like that where – Okay, I can, I can pull this match out of you. I don't know if Brandy was in a position to where she could pull a match out of Jade Cargill. It would have been interesting, I, and I certainly would have been fascinated to see it. But every time that I've seen Brandy, at least as far as I can recall, she's always been in the ring with somebody as good or better. And therefore, it kind of nullified the necessity for her to have to be good. She just needed to be able to keep up. Like I think the first time I ever really saw her wrestle was against uh, Santana Garrett in one of the Knockouts Knockdowns pay-per-view for, for the brief period of time that uh, Brandy and Cody were in uh, Impact Wrestling. And she did fine in that match. She she lost as she should have. But, you know, she was in there with Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett, who had a lot of experience, and she was able to do what she needed to do to help Brandy put in a, a good performance. I, my, the curiosity there would have been, could Brandy have done it? Now that element has changed altogether. They don't even have to worry about that anymore because Brandy has you know, announced her pregnancy and she is no longer going to be wrestling for the duration, of, of obviously, because you know that's not a, a smart thing to do. So... That would have been the point that I was like, all right, well, you know, we missed our chance. But to AEW's credit, I think that they wanted to get whatever it is that they have with Shaq. They want to get that taken care of, and they're going to. And and I guess the ratings or uh, whatever commentary or analytics that they may have may show whether or not this worked. The what. Does having Shaq, Shaq Diesel, Keel O'Neal, does having him on their program make a difference? Um, but again, you know, that, like I said, the element of Brandy not being there, that's been kind of dumped out to the side because now she's been replaced by Red Velvet. 
Velvet is not a, a household name yet. This might be the best thing that has happened in her career. And obviously, it's the biggest match of her career. It might not be the best match that she has personally or will personally have, but it certainly is going to be the biggest match in terms of eyeballs and and prestige. Her being in a ring, tagged with Cody, across the ring from Shaquille O'Neal and Jay Cargill, probably in a main event position, is going to be the biggest thing that she's had going on. Now, uh, as some people are probably like, well, who is Velvet? She has wrestled, I believe, primarily in the um, uh, southeast region, mostly Florida, which you know helps because AEW is based out of Florida. Uh, but she's been doing this no less than about five years now. She's been on the circuit for a while, and she's been consistent with her wrestling. So the concept of her um, not being able to hold up her end, I, I, I don't think that that would apply here. I think that uh, Velvet should be able to do just fine. She should be able to get in there, and she if nothing else, might be able to pull a good match out of Cargill. You know, if anything, I expect to see her bump around for her because they, they've already established that Cargill's an athlete and she, she's done this and she's not winning the way. In fact, the, the little promo vignette that they that I just watched it's pretty much said everything that the world knows. Like, I'm not willing to wait. I don't want to go around and earn, pay my dues and this, that, and other. I'm not going to independence and and uh, learning the ropes and all that stuff. I'm starting now. I'm starting at the top, which, you know, th- this whole scenario is. I don't know if it should still apply anymore. Maybe I could leave your comments or, or your thoughts about it, but I don't even know if this this scenario should even apply anymore because the issue here was. Uh, basically, built off of the back of Brandy. It was Brandy that walked across that the stage and threw water in Shaq's face, and uh, and now nothing's going to happen to that. She she kind of first off Jade, I guess was was the the beginning catalyst, getting her getting into the ring, running down Cody Rose. You say you're a giant killer and this that and the other. I don't remember him ever calling himself that except maybe once. And well, I know a real giant Shaquille O'Neal, which kind of seemed out of nowhere because. Because I'm, I'm not even sure if they've explained how exactly the two of them know each other. Uh, that being Jade and Shaq. I'm not sure if that's ever happened, but, you know, we, we I digress. We'll, we'll move on from that. Then Brandy gets in her face, and then we go from that to Brandy throwing water in Shaq's, Shaq's face. And that's always been one of my major complaints about Brandy Rose on AEW television. I don't know whether I'm supposed to cheer for her or boo boo her. It was a babyface thing that she came out to defend the honor of her man. Throwing water in Shaq's face, however, I, I don't know if that reeks of being babyface so much as heel. And, and she's kind of flipped back and forth quite a bit over the course of her being there. I don't know what I get out of her. But since she's been gone, I mean, if, if anything, couldn't they have just turned this into a singles match with Cody and Shaq and, and been done with that? Uh, 
and maybe gotten a singles match out of Cargill and, and Velva or Cargill and somebody. If they wanted to build her up, I, I think that she's just come on into the division and start wrecking shop. They got more than enough ladies that go to that place on a weekly basis who are probably willing to do the job just so they can be on TV and on AEW Dark or whatever and, you know, build Cargill up to the point that she gets to be a top contender or a top challenger or something along those lines. Uh, but that's just me. I do, like I said at the beginning of this, I do understand the point behind having this match because if, if nothing else, the the key ingredient here is Shaq. Make no mistake about it. The key ingredient here is Shaq. That is the person that they want and they need to have in this match because he is going to draw whatever eyeballs they have. I'm sure uh, whatever sports shows that are out there are going to tune in just so they can see what Shaq can and is going to do, which is only going to turn around and serve to give more attention on AEW, which, again, bravo for them. So it should be uh, quite the interesting uh, set of circumstances that, that goes into that. So now what I'm going to do, I've, I've rambled on, I've, I've given my, my thoughts about this. I'm, I'm interested to see it. Um, it should be a, a pretty good show. And, and I also want to say one other thing, because that, just before I go into the, uh, the clips, and this has nothing to do with the, uh, the AEW material. It, it just so happened that uh, last episode that I uploaded, I was talking, I was praising this match that I saw with Thunder Rosa and uh, Priscilla Kelly. This is before Kelly obviously left to go to WWE. Now, what has happened since that time is that the NWA, for whatever reason, has, I was about to say scrubbed their channel, but I don't know if I want to say that. Because that implies that they just got rid of the channel. The channel is still there. The content of the channel has been inaccessible. Well, I will say that. I, because I don't know if it's been deleted. And you can make it unlisted. You can make it private. You can, you know, whatever the case may be. But everything that was on that channel as of this recording is not available to be viewed. They just wiped it out. So... That being the case, the match that I was carrying on about, like, oh, man, you got to see this match. It was, it was great. And Priscilla Kelly, I'd never seen her wrestle like that before. She was serious and this, that, and da-da-da-da-da. All of that out the window because there is no match for you to watch now. So <laughs> uh, that, uh, that that's something. And I, I, since I'm on the NWA, we may as well just go ahead and break this as well. Because uh, there have been people who've asked about, well, how was going on with the NWA, man? Everybody seems to be leaving, and a lot of people have left. So many people have left the NWA. You know, James Storm, Eli Drake, uh, Allison Kay, Thunder Rose. Well, I guess technically Thunder Rosa might still be there. I don't know. Uh, but there, there's been so many people that have left. Zicky Dice, Ricky Starks, they, they've moved on. Even Wade Barrett, you know, he, he was doing commentary for them uh, as a replacement of Jim Cornette, and he's gone as well, amongst other people. And they didn't really have a TV show anymore, so it, it became 
really difficult. I'm, I'm, and you know what? I'm not even sure of Marty Bell. You know, she she was signed in for a while there. I think her contract has expired as well. So it, it's it's tough in NWA, and they've they've made the content that they had no longer available to the public. We'll we'll put it that way. But I also have read now that they have worked out a deal with Fight F I T E streaming app. You know, basically where a lot of uh these iPay-per-views go these days, uh, that they are set to continue doing power on the Fight app. So I don't know if them getting rid of the content on YouTube is because of that, and maybe they're migrating everything over to Fight. I don't, you know, that that may be a, a, a possibility. I don't know. Uh, but that is the last that I heard. Billy Corgan did confirm that the that the NWA is not going anywhere. Episodes of Power will continue. I, I can only imagine that they're in a restructuring phase. And uh what is it? I forget the name of the of the pay-per-view because you know this this hit me as I was talking. Uh but NWA something like the NWA's back or it's if you, you have to look at it. I actually had the post on the Instagram, and I have it on uh, uh, Facebook. So if you go Women's Pro Wrestling Network on Facebook or WPN Wrestling on Instagram, you'll see it, and you'll see what I wrote. I can't remember uh, right off the top of my head. But not the case. At the end of March 2021, let's specify this year, but at the end of March this year, they will return, and they will return with uh, a pay-per-view and then episodes of Power are scheduled to air the following day, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, it should be interesting to see what and how they, they do this and where this is going to go from here. And they're going right back into a rebuilding phase, so it's, it's going to be going to be a tough road, man. Uh, so that's the little side note towards the NWA. Now back to this if you're listening to this at this point and you got any of these clips, it's because I, I uh, am in the media circle for AEW. And these clips were provided uh, basically as not a full-on sit-down interview, but a, we'll call it a segmented interview where Cody, separate of Shaq, is answering these things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the promo, and then I'm going to play the uh, individual segmented answers that these guys are giving relating to the match that they're having uh, on AEW Dynamite. And so with that, I may as well make my goodbyes now because I'm not coming back afterwards. I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening in to everything that's been going on in this, this show and this returning podcast. If you have not subscribed, wherever you are listening to your podcast, please do. I, I appreciate that. If you have not gone and gotten yourself a shirt at our Teespring store, please do. I would appreciate that as well. The support does keep this show alive. Uh, you can also go to our website. You can get the links. You can go to the website and drop uh, a donation. Um, and we're still kind of piecing together the Patreon. But uh, if you are just looking to support just on a on a really minimal basis, you can go and you can give a dollar on the Patreon as a thank you and, and to help keep this going. Um, 
and all of that helps. And if and if monetary gain is not uh, not something that you can provide at this point, then the subscription and the likes are. Please subscribe, click the uh, like and subscribe buttons and the bell so you can receive all the notifications of everything that is going on. That's for you YouTube folk. Subscriptions on the uh, individual platforms for the podcast, that helps as well. And reviews, put the reviews in there. So with that, I will uh, turn it over to the clips and I will end by saying that this is Mr. Green saying that this is Mr. Green saying... So long, and I will see you on the next go-round. To everybody at home wondering, my name is Jade Cargill. Well, Jade is, uh, I mean, it's pretty apparent from what we've seen, she is just a phenomenal athlete. She's strong, she's big, she's quick. Jade Cargill comes from a very accomplished athletic background. She's not willing to, to wait in line to, to really pay her dues to take those, those long road trips, you know, set up the ring and, and do all the, the dirty work. She's used to being a star, and from the moment she set foot in AEW, that was very clear. I've been sitting on the sideline week after week studying my competition, and you, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, the Prince of Pro Wrestling. I think one week I heard you say you were the giant killer. Crossroads! You see, I know a giant, a real giant. And you know what his name is? Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal is somebody that's been a household name for over 25 years. I know it's an old cliche, one of the greats of all time, but it's true. A dominant player, an MVP, an NBA champion over and over again. And he's seven feet plus. He's 300 pounds, I'd say plus. He's a monster of an athlete. I mean, his presence is, is, is known way outside of the NBA, but now Shaq is bigger than life. When Brandy confronted her face to face, Jade just kind of left it off. But you could see that Jade was seething, was pretty upset. So she took matters into her own hands and wanted to make a statement. We've seen the damage that uh, Jade Cargill can do. Jade is simply overpowered Brandy. And she went right for a joint. While your arm's in the sling, I think you should uh, watch Jake. You can probably get some pointers from her. Well, how about that? <laughs> how about that? Congratulations. Isn't that great news or what? I'm having a baby. Brandy's having a baby. Congratulations, Brandy. But how convenient that when a talent like me shows up here at AEW, you pop up pregnant. And if she ever returns, I'm gonna beat that ass. You guys better find me a worthy opponent for my time because I'm tired of this shit. When Jade 
attack Brandy, that was kind of it for me. I'm the type of person, I don't judge anyone right away. I don't make opinions until they show their side. And she showed her true colors, but then Jade thought that it would be smart to attack me. And it became personal. I'm fed up. I'm tired of getting attacked. And I'm about to stir your bitch ass up. Well, it looks like we may have a dandy of a tag team match brewing. Cody Rhodes, you little punk. You want a battle? You just name the time and the day. I'll be there. I have experience over Jade. I have grit, I have passion, I have heart, and I'm gonna give it everything that I've got. Don't be fooled by Cody's other ventures. Cody puts pro wrestling first. He thinks about it all the time. I'm gonna wrestle Cody Rhodes. Me and Jade gonna wrestle Cody and Red, Red, Pumpkin Pie. You know he's from a famous wrestling family, right? I don't care where he's from. He's not gonna jeopardize his image. Anybody that thinks he's gonna go through the motions, that dead wrong. World-class athletes like him, everyone to put themselves in a position where they look bad. You want some of the Shaq attack? Name the place. I think Cody and Red Velvet are going to win because of their experience. Cody and Red Velvet are going to have to rely on every single bit of technique that they have and just hope that Shaq and Jade can't land that one big shot. There's no doubt that Cody's a better, going to be a better wrestler than Shaq, but he's still got to account for size and athleticism. And I think that at the end of the day, uh, Shaq and Jade win. You've shown plenty of confidence throughout this feud. Does Shaquille O'Neal's size and stature not intimidate you whatsoever? Well, Shaquille O'Neal is over seven feet tall. He's somewhere between 350 and 400 pounds, and he's in great shape. If anything, I wouldn't say it was false confidence on my behalf, but it's more wrestler confidence. I know the, the formula for selling a match, and perhaps that's all it is. Perhaps it's just false bravado. It's just, it's just big, loud talking and a lot of wind based on I want people to see Shaq in an AEW ring. I think the person who leaves AEW at night and goes to the Nightmare Factory and trains, that being me, has a different outlook on it. And I have wrestled some of the better giants in the industry. Um, I've wrestled the best giant in the industry, and I'm sure I can't say his name in this moment, but I, I couldn't be more prepared for, for this match. It's a simple simple stick-and-move type match. I hate to reference Goro and Johnny Cage, but it, it, ain't, it ain't all that different. This guy's not going to be able to keep up with my wheels. So the moment he is blown up is the moment he's not able to pick me up. It's the moment I'm able to capitalize. And I should be confident now that I think about this because I'm a wrestler. He is not. He's coming into our world. Uh, it would be no different than if I walked on the court with him. I would not be expecting to win. I don't think Shaq is expecting to win. And I think Red Velvet's the ace up the sleeve. Uh, Red Velvet's an active wrestler compared to Jade, who currently is an anomaly. We don't know. We just know that she is incredibly strong uh, and has a size advantage just like Shaq does on Red Velvet. But I think she's the, the ace up the sleeve in a match like this. What does bringing a name like Shaquille O'Neal into AEW mean for the future of this company? Having somebody like Shaq on AEW is 
it's a nice indicator that we're not playing by any rules. can be anybody. Um, there are these traditional wrestling companies and wrestling rules and conservative wrestling organizations that if you, you look at them, you know very much what you're going to get. There might be a cookie cutter element to that. And I don't mean to disparage, but I mean when it comes to AEW, we don't have those rules. Uh, Shaq wanted to have a match with me. He's the one who put it out there on social media and floated it out there in the first place. Well, I think be careful what you wish for because AEW will absolutely give it to you. What are you most looking forward to while teaming with Red Velvet? Well, I'll, off the record, well, it's not off the record because I'm saying it to you in a camera. Unbeknownst to many is Red Velvet is not completely signed at AEW. Uh, Red Velvet's on a well, kind of a retainer deal, a tier zero, essentially. And this might be too much inside baseball, but you asked, so I'm going to tell you. What's most exciting is when Arn Anderson presented her live on Dynamite, and she pretty much dropped the mic and let us know who she was and left. Didn't wait for some glad handing and some hugs and to make it official. Um, she, she rose to that occasion. I anticipate she rises to the occasion in a match like this, I have all the confidence in the world in her as this Brandy, and I'd love that to parlay into a full career here at AEW. I mean, talk about somebody genuinely seizing the moment in the middle of this dumb, unrelenting pandemic that doesn't matter where you fall on the political spectrum of it, it is unrelenting. Please end. And in the process of this, AEW hasn't, we haven't let up one bit. We've continued to provide content, and we've continued to provide ridiculous matchups. Not unlike this one, myself, Red Velvet versus Jade and Shaq. Uh, but I really do think Red Velvet, who was filling in for Brandy, will make it clear that she's not a fill-in, that she's not a substitute, that Red Velvet is going to matter here at AEW. If you defeat Shaq on Wednesday night, where does Cody Rhodes go from there? I mean, it's not really an if. Again, if I walked onto the court with Shaquille O'Neal, I am fully anticipating that I would beat him in, but no, no, no. Um, it's not an if to me, it's a win. Me and Red Velvet will defeat Shaq, and we will defeat Jade, and it's back to business for me. I'm not going to ask him for a stake in Papa John's. I'm not going to want his Rolls Royce as one of 31 different vehicles he has. I'm not going to hold it over his head. He did the work, I know that. He's trained, he's prepared. Uh, he's not looking, the, looking at this or looking at our sport as a joke. He's looking at it with sincerity and love. Uh, and I hope, I hope a partnership will be formed, if anything. Sometimes the best way to bond is through battle. And that's what's going to happen. I don't anticipate that. I think Shaq will get a few shots in. And I'm going to feel those. Just look at the size. I'm going to feel those. I've got to be able to bounce back. I've got to have the chin to be able to come back at him. Uh, but at the end of the day, I hope... Uh, I hope he has a new respect for AEW and a new respect for me, and I'd love to see him more. What do you think of Shaq calling you a cupcake on national television? I don't, I mean, he called me a cupcake. He said a few other things. He did a spinning back elbow into some plexiglass. I think Shaq has a sense of occasion. I think Shaq knows what it means to to build a match. I think he might be far more a wrestler than we think, but I've been called far worse than a cupcake. 
I really have, and maybe that's what this will come down to when Shaq is looking up at the lights for the classic three-second tan, and he's now an official wrestler, and he's officially 0-1, maybe that's the first thing I'll eat when I come backstage. Maybe I'll have my very pregnant wife hand me a cupcake and just nom, 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 right in front of Big Shaq. Let him know. Yeah, sure, I love cupcakes. Um, I, 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 have, I anticipate the war of words will always happen with Shaquille O'Neal and myself. I look forward to it. It's honestly fun to see someone with such a sphere of influence and s such an impressive legacy and continuing just entrepreneur. It's fun to see his interest in AEW. It really is. I think fans, I would hope if they join us for the first time to see AEW and they perhaps come for Shaq, I hope they would stay for somebody like Tully Blanchard who is uh, returning on the very same night at the crossroads on March 3rd. Uh, that's always the goal when you bring in somebody of such a scope and has such a sphere of influence, is that maybe you come for Shaq and then you find someone else that you fall in love with. It doesn't matter who. Wrestling's filled with personalities and their job is to relate to you at home. Uh, so I, I, I would hope that for the AEW fans and new fans, uh, that we can just broaden our, our family. To me, that's the ultimate goal. For Shaq, he wants to win a match. For me, I want to continue to grow AEW, and I'll do anything I can do to continue to grow our brand. And if that means throwing some stuff against the wall that doesn't stick, that's okay. It's a jumping off point. It's for lack of a better idea. I'd rather do that than sit there and freeze and do nothing. It's no secret every Wednesday night this is a dogfight. Uh, the Wednesday night being opposed on television by another wrestling show, it's a dogfight. And I love it. I absolutely revel in it because I think we have the best show. I think we have the best wrestling show there is. But the goal is to make the next week even better and the next week even better. And that sounds so, oh, that's impossible. It's not because that's what we've been doing. I have nothing to prove but little Cupcake Cody challenged me. I, 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 it was my fault. I was in, being interviewed by his lovely wife and I mentioned Jade because she's a new upcoming superstar. I guess she got mad and threw water on me, and I guess a man's supposed to protect his wife, but I thought it was over, but you challenged me at my job on TNT, so I'll be there March 3rd. Don't worry about it. I, my finishing move is called the Black Tornado. You will see it. And he's gonna need help. He's probably gonna have his, have his friends probably jump in and all that stuff, but that ain't gonna matter. Well, I don't need to train for us. I'm here at his spot, because I'm hoping to see him here so I can knock him out, but he never shows up at his own gym, so I'm just uh, hitting here lifting weights and running around, but I don't need to train for cupcakes and red, red cinnamon bun, whatever her name is. I don't, I don't even know her name. So it's probably a lot of guys that have the ability, but listen, I'm not, I'm not coming to wrestle. I'm coming to fight. I'm going to show you what power looks like in AEW.